Welcome to episode five of the Beyond the Sidelines podcast. Fellas, five episodes. Five episodes. We've got a lot of uh, comments saying Finn's a funny guy. So I've heard that too. I actually haven't. I just made it up to make you feel better. But I don't really believe it. I do. Anyway, talks, talks news, cheap. Uh, talks cheap. Yeah, a bit of fake news. Anyway, guys, uh, big week of sport. Thrilling, Pretty massive, disappointing, yep. depressing, and uh, depressing is <laughs> a fitting word because Gussie, yeah. it happened again. Yeah, I was I was there. I was at the game, and yeah, there's there's not much, Jeez. not much worse than Imagine what happened a, on Saturday. Imagine being a BBC fan. Oh, BBC versus TSS, the decider, arguably for the yep. GPS title. There's still three weeks to play, but TSS they have their bye week this week, so they've only got two games between them and a title. So, I we can't really rule them out. I think. No, you can't rule them out, but you pretty much got to win out. Like, do you see TSS losing? No, that, that's what I mean. I don't. Oh, this was. Oh, yeah. This was definitely the decider because yeah. TSS is the remaining games they have is uh, they're not difficult. I mean, TSS haven't played. Uh, well, they have played. <laughs> they have played grammar. My bad. I was about to say they haven't played grammar yet. Yeah. Jeez, maybe you grammar. are the funny guy. <laughs> evidently not. <laughs> funny looking, maybe, but that's about it. I will say this: that TSS statistically probably the best team in GPS rugby history. Oh, yeah. They are definitely mm. up there. So Best attacking team, but anyway. The only way that's going to count, the only way that's going to matter is if they have that trophy at the end of the season, right? Mm. Great right. observation. Yeah. That was. Are you kidding? The only way they're going to be the best team at the end of the year is if they win. Is if they win. <laughs> the only way they're going to be the best team in history, that's what I was saying. Uh-huh. Well, they've, they've gone a long way to winning the comp this year. Um, they've oh, beaten Nudgy, they've beaten BBC... Yeah, it's round six, See, and you can say much, they've already got it's pretty it. Pretty much back. Ra- wrapped. No, up I, now. I agree with you. That's Don't get me wrong. That's something you rip into. They've gone a long way to winning the title. Yeah, Gussie, they've won every game. Not when I'm trying to talk oh about history. God. I think it's just your turn to be ripped into. And it wasn't funny. <laughs> do we need to? Do you need to tell mum on me? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. Don't, 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 dude, don't. Anyway, it was very depressing. Don't. Tell mum. The thing about BBC, I will say this. Dude, I didn't even hit you. Shut up. Shut up now. Okay. <laughs> the thing about BBC, though, is they do this. Here. BBC, they do this every year. I remember, I think it was grade 10. BBC beat Nudgy at Miskin, and that was the year. All stars reporting to the fact that BBC were going to win the title, and once again, they let us down. I feel, like, yeah. I feel like they've been five years, though. What do you, you know? know? Like, wait, this is, this is BBC's year. Oh yeah, it's this is e- our every year. single year. It's really dis- we find a way to blow it. See, that's why it's so year. depressing to be a BBC fan, mm. old boy, and a Liverpool fan, because I pretty much say the same things, and get disappointed equally every year. So Im- imagine being a Grammar fan and a Dogs fan. Yeah, but they're God. two teams you don't expect to win. <laughs> mm. Makes it all the more sweeter when we do. Anyway, and get into the finals. Come on, you Dogs. Guys, we had a great guest this week. We certainly did. We say that every week, but we mm. really did this week. It means a lot. It means a lot. There may have been a interruption from a helicopter at some stage, so they left to listen though, because they might not have been. They might not have been, but there might have been. But there probably was. There may have been. Anyway, Lucy Stevens, hear what she had to say. Joining us now is Lucy Stevens, former rower for Brisbane Girls Grammar and the University of Alabama. How are you, Lucy? Hello, I'm good. Going well. So professional, so professional. Oh, yeah. So good, Finn. What a great intro. I You're love that. You're just killing it, mate. Should we talk about me for 20 minutes? I think yeah. so. So welcome. we've got a new host of the show, Lucy Stevens. Yep. We're interviewing Finn Morton today, <laughs> former 
Brisbane. Oh no, but yeah, Brisbane Boys College athlete. Okay, this was fun. Lucy, why rowing? <laughs> why rowing? Um, honestly, couldn't tell you. <laughs> it was like a sport that when I started at high school, I like knew that they had it, and I was like, yeah. Let's try this out it'll be fun i didn't think i was gonna like make a team i thought i was gonna be the one person who like doesn't get in a crew but turned out it worked out so yeah so, so did you start at grammar yeah in in grade eight so like first yeah first year i was like yeah we'll give it a go so yeah what were the first things they taught you at grammar um for rowing or yeah like? for rowing. <laughs> for rowing. <laughs> just, just in general, general. How to row. just in general yeah. how to row I we're talking about rowing are we yeah yeah um i honestly I think it was like how to hold an oar properly, how to put a boat down. I feel like they probably sat us on an erg first and was like, mm. arms, body, legs, legs, body, arm. But um, yeah, I remember the first like thing that we did. I, oh, it wasn't like the first, but um, we did like an erg trial, a 1K and like, you know, everyone's going like so ham and it's so bad. <laughs> but I like remember doing it and then I did like an okay time on it and I was like, oh, okay, like <laughs> maybe this will work out. But um yeah, I just, I remember, like, I've coached grade eights now, and um, it's so funny watching them, like, trying to teach them to, like, carry a boat and everything. So, yeah. And what's rowing like at grammar? Is it competitive? Um, is it big? Or I don't know. It, I feel like it is amongst rowers, but it's not, everyone kind of knows it's a thing, but it's not really, like, it's not like water polo or something where everyone's like, oh my god, it's, like, head of river this weekend, but then everyone, it's kind of, like, on the sidelines, everyone knows that it's, like, a big thing. So, so it's beyond the sidelines of... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I was like... I oh. am the funny guy. <laughs> 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 All right, anyway. <laughs> what other sports are available? So you... At grammar? Well, in the term you specifically wrote. It's term three, correct? Yeah. Term... Yeah, term two, term three. Um, yeah. It's like volleyball, netball. Um, I think they're the big ones. Mm. And so what yeah. made you choose rowing over those two? Well... Okay, it's kind of funny. And my my grandma was always like, so that boat thing over there. My, oh, yeah. There's a it's wooden like boat in the corner, by so, the way. So, so like, uh, <laughs> like in the, in the family. But my granddad used to let, well, my great granddad made like boats for the Australian team when they were like still wood. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. And yeah. so, no, it's like, I literally had no idea. And then I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to try rowing out. And then my grandma's like, yeah, you know, you're a great granddad. So, <laughs> a bit of family history. Yeah. And so That's then I was, awesome. was kind of like, well, now I have to do it. <laughs> but, That's so good. But when you signed up, did you know about the early mornings? No. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I did. But um, in grade eight and grade nine, we like train in the afternoon. So it was, Great. it was chill. Yeah. Have you gotten used to the early mornings? It's no. <laughs> no. Some well, never gets easier. What was the first one like? The first early morning? Um, I think I was fine because I was kind of like on adrenaline. Oh, you're excited. I was like, yeah. yeah, I got up this morning. <laughs> but yeah. then, um, yeah, grade 12 was pretty rough. Um, but it was so like in like high school for grandma because like it's before school and we had to get there by like eight o'clock. So we started at quarter to five and like i tell everyone in america that and they're like oh my god because we start at six o'clock because like we don't have to have 8 a.m classes you know and so everyone was like what the hell <laughs> like how wow. did you do that so yeah it was it was pretty rough <laughs> yeah and what was your year 12 season like it was uh, it was good it was interesting um it was kind of like a few people had quit so it was kind of like a bit of kind of getting everyone who was left over but like um it was good i mean we had just come off like i trained at like um to wong that year and we had like done nationals and stuff like that so i was kind of like coming back to grammar was a bit weird and it like yeah 
And of course, the Head of the Rivers, one of the most important races oh, of, the, yeah. of the calendar year. <laughs> yeah. What was it like um, competing in something like that? I remember. It was so yeah. funny. Before we got on the water, like all of us just started crying. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, we had had this like pretty, it was kind of a rough season, I'll say. But like, and you know, not everyone gets on in girls rowing, I will say mm. that. But like, you know, it, it, I don't know, it all just kind of hit us. We we're like, oh my God, like the last time. Yeah. Even though we were still going to be rowing for like clubs and things, it was like, yeah. But so I just remember we were like carrying the boat down crying. And everyone was like, what is going on? <laughs> now, but, is, yeah. is, is those there, are the weird is, girls. Yeah. yeah. Is, there much, is there much rivalry with girls rowing? Yeah, there is. I don't know if grandma's really. I mean, grandma's kind of in it now, but we didn't used to be. But it's kind of. I'd say for a while it was, yeah, Somerville and Maggie's and Grandma, I feel like. Grandma's kind of like the outsider that we're not really, I feel like we kind of just I know, I know. throw ourselves <laughs> into all the rivalries. Like, yeah, we're in this, but we're not really. Yeah. But yeah, and then Stuart Home and Hilda's, I feel like, are kind of battling it out at the moment. So, yeah. Well, how did you guys go on your senior year? What did you place? Um, I thought you guys did quite well. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how, like... Uh, I think it was like probably like fifth or fourth something. Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's different for every mate. Yeah, uh, we had it. Was just it was we weren't one of the crews that were, were like going to be winning. So that's okay. all. We don't really remember. It's a, a great <laughs> mindset to have. Did well, you you, like yeah. I don't know. It was kind of, it was, like the people we were training hard and everything, and we had good rowers in the boat. But it was just like some of the schools, like I know some of all there was like some girls who you know rowing for Oz and stuff that we just knew were like so much faster than us so i feel like with the erg scores and stuff we had there was only so much you could do to like get like um race against them you know so um, yeah what would you do to prefer, uh prepare before a race like, um, the like on the day on the day yeah. on the day so it's like we go have a chat with the coach like an hour before go over race plan and then you kind of start warming up like moving around kind of like an hour and a bit before yeah and then we do like a land warm-up on the erg and then you know do some like race builds and stuff and then go have like a little team chat and it gets very intense like the, the last hour and then um yeah then get on hands on the boat and off you go and how does that compare to now with alabama and with and or different teams how yeah does it change? it's pretty similar everywhere like mm. um we didn't really at bama we didn't really do as much of like an erg land warm-up but it's still the same you know you can everyone gets the same nerves before you have the same kind of chat with your coaches so yeah and how was your time at the university of alabama it was good it was interesting i really enjoyed the rowing which i was like i was kind of nervous that it was going to be obviously going to the states you hear not horror stories but like that it's you know intense and like good hard training and i was i was i feel like as anyone is kind of nervous that it was going to be super hard um but like it turned out it I mean it was hard obviously but it wasn't that different from what I'd done and so I really enjoyed like the training pretty much every day and yeah so so it wasn't that much of a step up it like it was in like the amount that we did it but like it was like pieces and stuff that I'd done before like I don't know what I was thinking that like because I mean everyone who trains for rowing there's only like so much variety you can do and so i was thinking like oh my god we're gonna have to do all these like different pieces it's gonna be so different but like it was just rowing just you know more times in the week well what's your training regime like so it's six days um two times a day except wednesday and saturday so we'd have like rowing in the morning ergs in the afternoon or rowing and then weights and that was kind of like 
yeah, six days, 20 hours a week is what it is. And so. what position in the boat do you sit? Uh, it depends. Um, depends I was like, that. yeah, I was stroking a few boats in Alabama and then it just kind of, I've always seemed to be in five seat, which is like uh, in the middle of the boat. Mm. Uh, it's yeah, not a fan of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was sat in it for too long. Well, but yeah. Is, yeah. is there is there one that's harder than than the other? Not or really. So like it, um, everyone it kind of changes. Like each seat has like a different role. So like middle four in an eight at least is like kind of like the powerhouse. They just sit there and pull on the oar. So they don't really need to think about anything. Then like bow pair is supposed to be kind of like technical. So that's the back of the boat. And then stern pair is like um they have to set the rhythm and everything so it just kind of depends on like whether you have good technique or you know if you're one of those kind of just like muscle heads who just rip it through you can go sit in the middle and it doesn't really matter that's why you're sitting in the middle right (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) but yeah so it it just like it depends on what kind of and what your like crew needs as well you know if you're if there's if it's like stronger or you know then that depends who you'll put in stroke seat so that everyone can follow them yeah do you only race nights or do you um, race in quads and no scale? so well in america it's all like sweet boats which i actually found really it's it's really interesting because like so we start in grade eight you know you start rowing in quads and like i did a bit of sculling in high school and then in like grade the senior years you shift to eights and like then you learn how to sweep but um in america they start in eights and so half the girls pretty much everyone like didn't know how to skull and i kind of noticed it with like technique that um people there was like a few kiwis on the team as well who would come from like my kind of background and um we just like the technical base that you get from having like years in sculling and stuff is much better than when you just get chucked in an eight so how does the technique change so it's like sculling is like two oars and sweeping is one oar and basically when you have one oar it's you can, and especially in an eight, you can just like kind of get away with not having the best technique because it's just like, you know, you just want the boat to go fast. Whereas in like, say a skull or something like that, you're, you know, you need to balance the boat and get it running before you can just rip through the water. So, And you mentioned before that there were a few Kiwis on your, at the university. I've heard there's a lot of Australian Kiwis, Brits that go over to America to row. Yeah. It's, I think, I think, um, it is because we like start kind of so young compared to them. So we get, have like five years plus of rowing already. And so we come in like, yeah, already knowing like technique and stuff like that. And so it's a good way to like get into the schools over Mm. there. And does it make it easier to transition? Um, I don't know. I'd say, I think for the Kiwis, it was easier because I was the only Aussie on our team. But there was like three Kiwis and so they kind of like band together. <laughs> like not even, not like on purpose, but you know, they just do. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. It's nice having, I was really good friends with one of them and it was like, you know, having someone who, I say that basically Australian. So it was, it was definitely nice having like one or two of them, but yeah. Yeah. And you're moving over to Boston Uni yeah. now. So, <laughs> so lucky so jealous yeah i'm very excited <laughs> yeah well what was your reason for moving so um, <laughs> if we can talk about yeah this. no no there was a few things it was like um the location i was not a big i don't really know what i was thinking when i first like was going to bama like it's a great university yeah mm. but like obviously it's in the middle like in the middle mm. of nowhere i think i can say yeah, <laughs> like um and uh, yeah i mean and like class wise, it wasn't, it's not like the best ranked university, obviously, because yeah. it's like athletics. But um, I was like, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But, you know, it just turned out that classes were super easy. Um, it was really hard to get anywhere like to do 
like if I wanted to go to a cafe or something I had to catch an uber and like it's just I couldn't walk places and like it was fine and like it I feel like for certain people it works but I was just like you know I'm here to like enjoy it I if I can go somewhere else, you know, mm. where I feel like is more kind of my style. What do you mean? Tuscaloosa is not a hive of <laughs> yeah. culture and interest. Oh, no. <laughs> if you want frat parties. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. what attracted you to Boston then? So, well, I had actually spoken to them in grade 12, like when ah. I was deciding where I went. And um, I, yeah, I like went and visited there and everything. And it was very high on my list of where I was going to go, but... I had got like scholarship offers in the early round and um, it kind of came down to like, do I wait to find out if they're going to give me an offer and say no to the other schools and then like not guarantee that I have somewhere to go or, and I was just like, no, I just need to take it, you know? Mm. So, yeah. And then, so my, I, when I was like looking for, to move somewhere, I was kind of saying, you know, I want to be at a school that's in a city and is more like academic. And so, Boston's like kind of that middle range where it's not like mm. a big public school, but it's not like MIT or something like and that. What's the uh, rowing program like? It's, I mean, their men's program is a lot better than their women's, <laughs> but um, like it's pretty good. They, yeah, I mean, you know, Boston rowing is such a big thing, like the Charles and everything. So it's more of like rowing culture, I guess, even if they're not the fastest team, you know, they get, mm. they're pretty good and it's like in just within the school a lot more. So yeah. So this decision was primarily academic and it rowing was, was secondary or? It was, uh, I don't know. It was kind of more of just like the overall experience, I feel like. Because mm. I was saying there was like a few different things that if like if only one of them had been off, like if it was in like easy classes and stuff, but I was in somewhere where, where I was like really happy, then it wouldn't have mattered. But it was like just because kind of all those things didn't, like it just wasn't the right out. fit. Yeah, I was just like, you know, I like it would have been fine if I stayed there, but I was like, not. Yeah, it was just a mixture of them that was. Like, I was kind of like, yeah, let's see what else there is. Mm. So, and how does the program, the rowing program, compare to Alabama's? Well, it's a bit interesting. So I say they're pretty equal. Um, like they're both kind of on. I'd say they're like on the up and coming, and they're like they have the facilities to go fast, but they're just kind of getting there. And so, um, yeah, I mean, Alabama, we were in the Big Ten or Big 12. I think Big, yeah, Big 12, yeah. <laughs> not Big Ten. <laughs> the Big 12 conference, which is like Texas and stuff like that. And um, Texas's rowing team is like insane. They are just, I like, I don't really know how it works, but they're just like so fast. And so it was always going to kind of be, can we get second place in the conference to make it to NCAAs? But, which this year, I'm pretty sure they did come second. So they just missed out on getting to, um, yeah, NCAAs. But we got a new coach and things this year. So, um, and then Boston, they've kind of been like third, second in their conference as well. So, because Navy is in um, the Patriot one. Sorry, this is the helicopter going by. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, do we need a wave? I don't that know. Is, I think we should is, include this. That is really, really <laughs> annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Brief intermission. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard a helicopter go <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just perfect timing. Yeah. Can't put the whole helicopter on vibrate, can they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do not disturb, please. Yeah, Jesus. Stop trying to be the funny guy. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> can we include this, please? Uh, really well, I mean, the editor's going to have to look after that one. <laughs> Good content. 
Uh, uh. He's, doing, he's doing loops. He's really having I a joyride up yeah. there. It's probably like the traffic one. Could be. Chopper Dave. Up Chopper Dave. Chopper Dave. Yeah, doing some traffic. I can figure out. Can anyone give us a good traffic in person? Like a traffic read? You're the one who works triple M. It's busy on the roads. Stay away from Hale Street. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a breakdown on the road. (laughs) (laughs) Tingalpa. They always say Tingalpa. There's been a collision on Miskin Road today. Um, All right, let's continue. Where where do we leave off? Let's just start with the new question because I forgot as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned that you had scholarship offers yes. from other ones before. Are you allowed to talk about where you got them from? Yeah. I mean, I didn't really have a lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> But um, it was – so when I signed up was the early – when I was, like, getting offers, it was from really Minnesota and Alabama. So um, – but that was in the early, like, early signing period, which is November – of like our grade 12 so basically it was like more than a year because i would mm. leave in august the next year so it was like very early on we i don't think even think we were finished grade 12 then it was like right at the end so it was kind of overwhelming to be like making decisions for the rest of my life <laughs> when grade 12 was going on yeah what advice would you give the younger rowers if they're considering possibly moving over to america yeah i'd say like don't, just don't go to tuscaloosa <laughs> <laughs> no it is it is a good program i'll say that um Hmm. but yeah i would say just like do your research or not even just talk to as many coaches as you can and i think that was my problem i didn't really talk to enough to have options of like where i wanted to go and so literally just like i did all the emailing and stuff myself which with grade 12 is thanks effie (laughs) (laughs) effie um has she found Effie, come here. Come here, buddy. Dog. So evil. Um, With grade 12, it was quite a lot because, I mean, even though it is just writing emails, you know, it's like you have to write this whole thing about yourself then send it to as many coaches and then reply with anything they want or, like, get videos and stuff if they want to see it. And so it's kind of like being your own secretary, like, on top of schoolwork, which... You know, you can kind of get, if you're like me, you can get in the habit of, oh, you know, I'll just respond to it later. It's fine. But I would say you need to, like, stay on top of it and it will, like, you'll be so glad that you've done it, like, once it's worked out and then, yeah. And where do you want to take your rowing? Is there professionals Olympics? mm, Not really. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of, like, if um, just this year they had a team, like, um, is that it again? They had an Oz team, like, from based of... Um, students in the like US and so you know it's like if I do that that's good but also I just kind of like having it on top of like it keeps me doing something and like with school but I don't think after uni I'll probably finish because like I feel like I've kind of done what I want to and you know it's got me to the US so that's what that's kind of when I was in like the younger grades rowing and I saw older girls doing that I was like yeah like I want to study overseas and row and so kind of got that and yeah why should kids pick rowing over other sports? <laughs> um, because it teaches you so much more than any other sport would, I'd say. You know, it's like you... Uh, the sport in itself is, like, difficult, and, yeah, it's, like, going to be tiring and whatever, but the stuff that you get out of it is just... It's... Yeah, I don't know. You can't really... I feel like no one besides rowers really understands what, like the feeling of when you're in a boat or when you finish a race after racing with like eight other girls and you know you guys 
like getting it together and doing well is just yeah it's different I mean I used to do like soccer and stuff like that and it's like yeah it's fun but it's not like I don't know you really push yourself to the edge and it's just like something when you know you're with a whole other team and you're all doing that together it's just yeah well sports like soccer they're so individualistic yeah even though it's a team yeah whereas I think rowing you're so dependent on everyone else right? yeah such synchronization and it's like you can't even even if you're rowing together if there's like i don't know two girls are like fighting or something um it's yeah you it just won't work out you know you Mm. really have to help each other yeah right well uh i think that's it right guys thank you lucy thanks for joining us and we're back boys what did you guys think of lucy stevens oh brilliant i mean the helicopter wasn't ideal no but did we make the most of it I think it added, add, a, yeah, added add, a bit of atmosphere didn't bit it? of character yeah. yeah bit of character I enjoyed it though yeah excellent interview uh, she'll be she's in the states at the moment actually she had a flight the other day we recorded this earlier the week um, she left like the day after we recorded yep. so good on her what a good sport very interesting though the comparisons between Alabama and Boston University very interesting and her reasons for wanting to go to Boston because of largely cultural reasons right yeah, yeah. pretty much because the rowing programs are pretty similar yeah for both the schools so I right. mean rowing in Boston is a bigger thing than it is in Tuscaloosa Alabama a lot colder a lot colder a lot, lot colder but she knows what she's in for I guess so. yeah. yeah yeah and she's got friends there as well so that'll be good this week, league. We got. We're starting off with a bit of league. God, I love the rugby league. Well, round twenty-two of the Intrust Super Cup. Um, it was a round of close finishes. Um, in comparison to some of the scorelines we've seen before. Would you say it was a massive week of massive week? You sound so interested in it. Yeah. Okay. I actually <laughs> wrote up notes this time. Um, you did. So Good I work. don't say massive as much. I actually no. You did really well with that. <laughs> okay. Anyway. The, uh, the Townsville Blackhawks actually got a pretty amazing win, um, scoring two tries in the final 10 minutes to defeat Winner Manly, 22-18. There was a send-off in that game, right? Just before yes. the half. How rare is that, eh? Yeah. In rugby league to have a send-off. So oh, unbelievably rare, yeah. Do you know what he got sent off for? I don't know what he got sent off for. It, w- it wasn't a TV game, so I didn't actually see it. But he was also he was sent off in the first half as well. 36th minute. Um, 36th minute. Um, it's a pretty... It's a pretty great fight back from Townsville to uh, to get up over Wynnum with a player down so early on in the game. But it's massive for their season, eh? Because if they don't win that... Yeah, massive. <laughs> if Townsville don't win that, because the Devils also won, they would have been equal on yep. points going into the final round yep. of the regular season, yep. which could have had major, major repercussions for the yeah, top four. Yeah, it's big for their top four aspirations, yeah. Um, the, the Ipswich Jets also won late, um, keeping their... Slim chances of finals alive, although it's uh, pretty much impossible for them now. How good's um, your maths, mate? It is impossible. Yeah, it is impossible. <laughs> they're three points <laughs> off, so yeah, they it is impossible now. Um, for the record, they're three points out of the eight, and yeah. there's one game to go. Two points for a win. So um, yeah, yeah, I can't tell. That if was did, that was due to other results. I can't yeah. tell if you didn't do your research or if you're just <laughs> stupid. <laughs> bit of bit of both, bit of, mate. Bit, bit, from of both. A bit from column A, bit from I reckon. Um, I just need to calm down a bit. I think I the North so. <laughs> take a breather. <laughs> the North Devils um, also got uh, an important two competition points in their hopes for a top four finish. Remember, I just said that. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we move on. Right. Okay. And <laughs> the Northern Pride also surprised the Eastern Suburbs Tigers, beating them eighteen sixteen. Um, 
and they haven't won many games this year, Northern Pride, but managed to um, stun the Tigers' side. I'm still so surprised about that because the Pride, they won the competition, it would have been four or five years ago. So how's yeah. that for a fall from grace? Uh, it's pretty pretty good of... I don't know what to say. It is a fall from grace, yes. Mm. Accurate statement. Good yes. idea. Yeah. Continue. Right, okay. So the Falcons and the Bears, that was the, the game. Game of the, the round, TV right? game, the game, game of the round. round. First versus second. Pretty much a grand final um, preview. A grand final preview. Okay. Yeah, so those we're just, two. Those we're just two forgetting are... about Wynnum. We're forgetting about the Blackhawks. Well, I mean, they've been the best two sides all year. And that's why the Bears are third. Pretty, well... Yeah, right. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I really need to cut back a bit. I'm yeah, getting you're, you're ripping in. I'm getting all my funny out you're now. You're ripping just, it. Mate, yeah, save right. it up. I save just it space up. it out a bit. You're so funny. I really um, am. Winner Manly. Uh, the Seagulls actually did brush aside the um, Magpies side, um, and the Dolphins continued their their unbelievable form in the last game, Winham in the last few a, games. Winham is a weird place, just geographically, I, not even football-related. I've football never related. been to Winham. You've never been to Wynnum? No. That's a nice place. I don't even know where it is. Odd, odd spot. But if you want to find out more about Wynnum, mm. is there somewhere we can listen? There is. Not our podcast. Not our podcast. But there's still, a I podcast think. called Unpacking Brisbane. Cheeky plug for them. Really good podcast. Would recommend listening to it. But I think on the Falcons, though, again, it is a grand final preview of sorts. It could be. But mm. the Falcons, they are still just so dominant. They've only lost one game. They've only year. lost one game. They've won 21. Yeah, and I don't think winning by six really showcases just how dominant this team mm. is. Mm. We've said it before; I'll say it again. This team could be an NRL side. Mm. Yeah, they really the, could. The one, the one game they did lose though was against the Dolphins, the Redcliffe Dolphins. Um, the Dolphins have actually, and they've won four in a row now, scoring one hundred and sixty-seven points and only conceding eighteen. Now that's that's quite unbelievable. Um, when you consider it's been in four games as well. Again, that society's peaking at the right time. Yeah, so right before finals. I think we said this two weeks ago, watch out for the Dolphins, and that reigns true right now. Yeah, they're really making that bid to be an NRL side at this point, really. Yeah, but could you have an NRL team based in Redcliffe? <sighs> I don't know. How's their attendance? Their attendance is all right, but I just don't think they have the capacity. Like, they... It's not a huge stadium, is it? No, but I mean, could they do better than the Titans? Probably. 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 Probably it's, a, it's very nice. The like their supporter base there is really good. It is. It's I don't passionate. know about their attendance, but passionate, eh? Very passionate and very. Everyone's got a bumper sticker. Mm. Everyone's got a signed jersey in their house in their memorabilia room. Mm. So are we talking about this wrong then? Are we because we're talking about expansion. Should we be talking about inclusion? Div two? No, div oh, two. Div two. But would, mm. could promotion and relegation work in rugby league? I don't know. Because um, you know, say mm. the, say the Roosters get relegated, just how much seriously? Just how much history goes out the window? That's a lot. a lot. Yeah. But it well, can come back up. Well, I don't know how it would work, really. I mean, sometimes teams just have a an off-season and they just play terribly. But that's sport, though. It's yeah. not about yeah. having an off-season. It's about being consistent year, year to year. There's no yeah. stakes at that point. You can be bad and then what, oh, we yeah. get another crack at it next year. Because that's what kind of annoys me about the Titans, if I'm being honest. Mm. You know, they're consistently, you know... Bottom three. Yeah. Um, but they've got no real reason to fix their culture. I know they're mm. trying to, and I wish them the best, but they've got no real incentive, really, no. of, oh, we'll get the wooden spoon, we'll try and come back next year and, you know, try and push for 12th spot. Yeah. Anyway. There's no real 
reason to go, well, we're still getting the same advertising money, still getting the same TV rights money. Why? Like, it's not like we drop down a tier and then we have to fight back for that money like it works in, like, the Premier League and similar leagues. I just love promotion relegation. It and works. It, it's from the English football system, isn't well, yeah. it? Yeah. Well, we've mm. been talking about it for A-League and how that would work. My mates in our group chat had a big conversation about it the other day. It's really tough. Like, to build a football culture in the sta- in the country, it's tough. Well, I guess that's a pretty good segue. Yeah. So I think we'll segue on to what we went to on Wednesday and the Wednesday before, FFA Cup action. So good. I'm loving this FFA Cup. Have you guys seen any FFA Cup games before this? Before we went to them? No. No. Me neither. They're so good. So the first game we went to in the yes. round of 16 was Olympic up against A-League side Adelaide United. Yes. That was at Perry Park? It was. And the that was pretty dramatic too, wasn't it? That was 2-2 going until I think it was the final 10 minutes. It was. And the Olympic faithful were out in force with the drums, chanting the whole game. Oh, they were brilliant, That, that they? was very cool. You could have seen it on our story on our Instagram. So if you're not following our Instagram, go to underscore beyond the sidelines underscore. You'll see every time we go to a sports match, you'll get a cheeky story. Um, and it was really awesome. And then this week, a few days ago, we went to see um, Strikers versus Man- uh, Manly. Manly United. God. Jeez, the faith- Manly faithful were out in force. They did the rock Manly up. faithful. And I think oh the less said about them, the better. Yeah, a little bit Throwing poor. drinks, throwing bins. Like, what were they doing? <sighs> just a, a no reason for it. Is that just football <laughs> fans in general? They were trying like, to abuse the under-12 like, yeah. trialing kids. I don't know, like, what? Because the under-12s, they got told... Manly! The under-12s, yeah, they, got, manly. they got told not to rush the field, otherwise... They did. I think they couldn't trial or something like Which that. Which, again, I really did not like. Yeah, that was... Again, that's not what grassroots football is. Yeah, I like, you want to build a club and a culture, going to the young people, like, with the young players, going, hey... Don't storm onto the field when we win an important game that puts us into, what, quarterfinals? But that's the concern as these non-professional teams progress through this competition because it's going to get more professional for them. Mm. So the security's only going to, you know, increase. Passion's probably going to go down. It is. and we Just because of those kind of things. And if we're being honest, we saw that, didn't we? Yeah, 100%. We saw that. Um, there's probably about half of the strikers faithful as there yeah. w- what there was in the round of 32 against yeah. Wellington. 100%. I think that may have been to do with the... We were talking about this on the night. I think it may have had to do with the fact that um, they weren't playing as big of an opponent. No. I think people show out... Like, even the casual football fans. Like, we... Uh, the whole reason we went, really, was because we were like, oh, strikers. And Bon Scott's It's there. nearby. Yeah. And, well, Bon Scott... In, in Bon but Scott, all, we trust. He's uh, the unofficial mayor of Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. But also the fact that there was an A-League team playing that's what i mean like we probably went because we were like oh cool wellington are playing at perry park adelaide yeah on a wednesday night yeah and adelaide was the same reason but even still not many olympic fans really rocked up there was only about 40 maybe 30 could have been the problem with the it being at perry park not at the other other side of brisbane yeah i don't know why they're bizarre but um i mean the the game itself was pretty dry so um, the Adelaide one? The, uh, no, no. The strikers. strikers. Oh, yeah. Games. That one was pretty... Like, yeah. there was still interesting, though. There was still passion behind it. Like, yeah. you could see, like... Well, it was, was interesting enough. That was 1-0. It was Matty Richardson, the defender for the strikers. Mm. Killing it. Header late in the game. 62nd minute, I think it was. Yeah. Bon Scott had such a good game in net, though. He pulled yeah. off... He pulled off some of the best saves. I've some seen. great saves. Like Better than De Gea? Oh, mate. He's, he's 10 times better than De Gea. Mm. God, I haven't seen De Gea... Make, make saves like Bonnie Scott has. Can De Gea do it on a cold, cold Wednesday, night. Wednesday, night. <laughs> Wednesday night at Perry Park? Yeah. Don't know. Um, no, it was cold, though, wasn't it? It was a bit cold. He, but there's Guzman right across the road, so you sorted. 
That was good. Shameless plug. Uh, Bond <laughs> Scott, he did keep the strikers in the game. Some oh, of those yeah. saves in the final 15, 20 minutes were oh, yeah, yeah. honestly insane. Yeah. I don't think he knew what he was doing. I think he probably closed his eyes and just <laughs> yeah. starfished a bit. But um, yeah. no, he, he kept some really good shots out. Absolutely yeah. killed it. And it begs the question, like, should more football be played at smaller venues like that? Yes. Yes. It's, it's not even a bigger question. It's not a debate, but it's all about money. That's it what, is all about that's money. That's what sport is now, yeah. mm, mm. unfortunately. So Yeah. In the MPL as well, we saw the MPLW champions, the Lions FC. We yeah. spoke about the Lions um, as a bad club name, but good work from them. And on women's sport, the uh, QFA, QAFLW Cooper. women's well champions, Cooper, good Cooper. on them. Um, they were, they've lost the final the last two years, being runners-up. So it's good to see them finally get up. The Bridesmaids. The Bridesmaids. You like that one? I did. Um, against Bond. So that was awesome. Um, good stuff from them. And on the question of AFL, or on the topic of AFL... Footy. Final series is coming around, boys. But not for a week, because for some reason, as always, the AFL has decided, you know what? Everyone's keen for footy season. Let's chuck a week break right in between when finals are and the last game of the season. Why do they do this? No, because if you're semi-injured, you know, if you're about two weeks away from full health, then you get a go. Because that's what professional sport is. I don't care. Everybody gets a go. No, it's not. It's ridiculous. It's It's ridiculous. so stupid. Um, But anyway, personal interest. Well, I guess the Lions will be playing Richmond, not this week, but next, at the Gabba. First time in ages, I think either 10 or 13 years, so... That'll be awesome. Well, coming um, off a loss against Richmond as well yeah, in the last so round of the season. They so get another go at them. It'll so. be interesting to see what happens in this one. I'm really sorry to say this, Brisbane, but the Lions cannot beat the Tigers. Yeah. Uh, Simply cannot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Lions are, the Gabba is a fortress this season, though. That's Ir- the only thing. Irrelevant. I, I sat down and watched uh, Richmond play the Lions. That was so good. The Lions were... Uh, sorry, the Tigers yeah. were just so... The they Tigers. were just hitting everything. They yeah. were hitting everything. They Just were so dominant. Yeah. dominant. Dusty had a great game. Yeah. Everyone had a great Dylan Just Grimes. As always. Such Dusty. a good game. Dusty. He's an interesting one. Did you see, have you seen his like Bonds commercials? Like he's doing a collaboration oh, really? with Bonds. I've probably <laughs> I'm not, not seen that. <laughs> Comes up on my YouTube as like a ad. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks, Dusty. Oh no, it's not a Bonds one. It's like a it's like t shirts and shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, bleep that. Um <laughs> No um, <laughs> No, but the lines cannot win. The, but, ti- the Tigers at the G, I know it was at the G, yes. and maybe that's a bit different, but they were just a yard quicker than everyone else. Yeah, I think Yeah, I think the Lions are going to, they just get intimidated when they're away from home, because they, they've won 10 from 11 games at the Gabba this season. Well, that's a pretty good record. That's bloody good. So they might win this game, maybe. Well, they do know that the grand finals played at the MCG, right? Exactly. So they can't be intimidated by playing away. Yeah. And especially when you're a Brisbane team, you're... You're travelling, what, three out of four weeks type thing, right? Yeah, Probably. pretty much. You've got to get used to playing away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They've, I mean, they've had a great run towards the end of the season, but... Mm. I get Melbourne's cold, but you've got to yeah. suck it up mm. and deal with it. Yeah. It's, it's, a shame they, it's a shame they didn't finish in first place. I would have loved to, minor to see them yeah, win the minor premiership. Yeah, but yeah. also... It's the only trophy they're going to win this year. Yeah, pretty much. Because, uh, yeah, I don't see them going all the way through to the final. Mm. Again, I don't want to be the pessimist here. But no. I think I'm also just being a bit of a realist. More positive, though. Yeah. Oh, the doggies! <laughs> Woo! When you guys were paying me out two weeks ago or three weeks ago for losing against yeah. the Lions, yeah. look who's in seventh, boys. The I don't know how. The fact you're in seventh is pretty good. It is very yeah. good. I mean, we've showed excellent form. No one wants to play us. Guess what happened last time we finished seventh, boys? You won. 
won the flag, boys. First flag in 60 years. Why can't it happen again? Um, but we're playing uh, GWS. There's a lot of... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're deadly on form, but we can't... I don't know. We'll you know, see. You know what the thing is, though? Because of the AFL's great idea to have a week between the regular season mm. and the finals, we can preview all this next week. We oh, certainly can. Even this is a great point. Even though it should be next week. It should be this week. Game, but, or this week. We can uh, touch on it again. But anyway, we played... me so annoyed. <laughs> I know. I hate how it happens. But we're playing GWS. Um... There's a lot of history between the clubs in GWS's short history. Um, lots of very aggressive, like, gets very unsociable very quickly against GWS between the dogs. And I think that all comes back to our game at Spotless in the preliminary final in 2016, which I was at, which was one of the best days of my life. Actually, <laughs> that game, I actually was more happy winning that game than winning the grand final. Uh, honestly honestly yeah i don't know everyone was the same though like it just we felt like we had our like backs to the wall because we felt why does gws a team with zero supporters get to have the preliminary final obviously it's because of the way the it works but it's it was at spotless like the capacity was terrible like we'd only be in allotted like ten thousand or something seats and it's it's a terrible place for finals footy good place for regular season footy but finals footy should not be played there but the all australian afl all australian team has been announced some big ones there um shout out to dusty martin and ben brown who yeah. both made the team <laughs> they didn't I can't believe right. ben After brown didn't make the side yeah still the seasons they both had to make the team right yeah God. no unfortunately what yeah i don't know i feel like ben brown is the big admission um well, dusty do, as well how do you come second in the coleman and not make the all australian team it's a good question. It's a bloody good question. I think he should have. I think he should have at least made the bench instead of someone like Scott Pendlebury. I think there's a lineup. Yeah. Um, when you when you're lining up a set shot, his his um yeah he runs, he runs in from set far shots. too from far too long. So I think that that uh, that's probably the reason why he didn't get the yeah. I, I don't think know that's how they not, I don't know how they picked Tom Hawkins over. He's that, a pretty good season. Brown. I think it's the same. He's had a good year. He's got more goal involvement. It's yeah. the same reason as Scott Pendlebury, really. Mm. His name adds weight. Oh, one hundred percent. Tomahawk was just in there, not just in there for name, but I mean, Sideshow Bob should, probably should have been in there. Yeah. Well, who's the biggest omission? Is it Ben Brown? Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. personally. Dusty could, had a good season. You talk about Dusty, Gaz? Gaz, yeah, yeah. Dusty was probably, Dustin Martin, probably, he only really started kicking on from round nine, though. Before yep. that, he was a little bit, I think he was averaging 21 possessions, yep. which is not up to his standards, which... After round nine, he started averaging, I think, 29 possessions. So, And that's fantastic. Anything 25-plus is good. Well, anything is good. But um, some good um, players getting in there, though. Uh, Harris Andrews of the Lions. Charlie Cameron. Charlie Cameron and Lockie Neal. So they're all the Lions players. They got uh, starting gigs. Well, my, um, Lockie Neal, though. Oh, my I segue God. into this oh. seamlessly. Who is the recruit? of 2019 he's got to be up there i mean every day yeah i mean yeah um the afl fan awards have come out brushing over it no i'm talking about it now the afl fan awards have been announced which is what my co-host finn here was talking about um the four recruits that have been shortlisted are Lockie neal and jared lyons of the lyons um and then dylan shield and tom lynch um so dylan shield from the bombers and uh, Tom Lynch from the Tigers. I actually expected a lot more from Dylan Shiel. Yeah, I think he's played well, though. I think he's, he's had a pretty good well, season. played well, but still, like, when he was at the Giants, he was a top, top player, and I think he's kind of 
fallen back a bit. Hmm. Yeah, but that Essendon team, although they made finals somehow... Oh, I don't know how. They are yeah. shocking. Uh, well, but he's really carried there. I was at the G last week to watch them play mm. the Pies, and they did look good. I couldn't help but think about the Bulldogs in 2016 and think, yeah. could the Dons do this? Because they rested... It's a, a very similar side. They did rest mm. a lot of their players. It's a very similar side because of... Um, in 2016... Dogs had a pretty bad percentage going into the finals. It was similar. It was a bit of a bit of an ugly kind of team. Although everyone was rooting for us, it was a bit of an ugly kind of team. Um, a former dog is in that team as well, Jake Stringer, who won the 2016 Premiership with us. Um, but for me, it's between Lockie Neal and Tom Lynch for this one, um, for the yeah. recruit of the year. But Tom Lynch, he's also been underwhelming. At he's, least that is my opinion. Uh, he's pretty up there in the Collins well, medal. He's definitely he's... saved his career since... Leaving the Gold Coast. Oh, uh, great move for him. Leaving the Gold Coast, that's just a great move in itself. Oh, yeah. I think he's he's the future of the club, though, in terms of going forward, he, in terms yeah. of forward line. He is, but you think about his expectation going into the season. Mm. It was all Tom Lynch is signing for the Tigers. Mm. They're a sure thing for the flag. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's learning from Jack Rewalt, which is excellent for him. He's going to learn oh. so much. Yeah, imagine that. What a player. Lucky. He's so good. What are you on about? No, I'm being serious. I actually quite okay. like Jack Rewalt. I mean, he had a bit of a hissy fit the other day. He does, but that's Did part you of see his that? character. Right, it's annoying. Um, in terms of those fan awards, though, um, we saw some other interesting ones. We saw um, fan favourites. So the fan four fav- fan favourite finalists were Sydney Stack, yeah. Liam yeah. Ryan, Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody, and Brody Grundy. So what do you reckon, boys? Who's your favourite out of them um, for this season? Probably Brody. Brody, um, yeah. Yeah. I'd have to say. He's been pretty excellent. Yeah, Brody. Um, he's definitely my favourite ruckman, other than Tim English of the dogs. Like he's well, he's definitely the most dominant ruckman in the league. Oh yeah. Hands down. Um Liam Ryan's been my favourite there. McDonald Tip and Woody's had some good moments. On that, his moment against North Melbourne, winner in the last twenty seconds, snap from the boundary. This is the clutch player of the year. One of them. Um, the other ones that have been shortlisted are Link McCarthy's grab against the Cats, which it's I, got, it's gotta be that. It's gotta yeah. be that. One hundred percent. Sure, we just surely. too biased. It's as, not even a question. As yeah. Brisbaneites, I think we're too biased. No, that's one hundred percent the player. It's also another one was uh, Mark Murphy against Fremantle and Michael Walters against the Lions. But Link McCarthy, this isn't even a question. It's it's Link McCarthy. The thing Let's about that Mark though on. is that you think about the circumstance of it all too. Mm. Not only was it the game winner against his old club, his old club. One hell of a grab. Oh, yeah. But also, it gave the Lions the chance to win the minor premiership yep. the mm. next week, which... Which they spoiled surprised it. Surprised they yeah. didn't. But, um... Important I'll, moment regardless, though. I will say this, though, guys. We're a grassroots podcast, though, right? right? Yes. A bit, bit of grassroots. Yeah. Mm. So we'll get back on Neefel, maybe. Shall yeah. we? Yeah, let's talk about it. The right. um, elimination finals are up this week in the Neefel. So, um... Uh, both... Southport and Lions will have a week off, but uh, there's the elimination finals, which will be Sydney Uni versus Swans, down in Sydney, obviously, and Aspley versus the Giants, um, up here in Aspley. So if you're there, get around to it. Did the Lions really earn a week off? I don't know if they've done enough. I don't think they have either. Their percentage <laughs> is just ridiculous. Um, they've really been dominating the competition. They've got to be sure favourites um, after not after going out quite early last year, but they won the year before. Um, the Neefal Team of the Year has been announced as well. Coaching it is the Brisbane Lions' Mitch Hahn. And what's he done? 
what's he done? I mean, he's just, you know... Terrible coach. Led an undefeated side to the Premiership. I'm surprised there's <laughs> not more Lions players yeah, in this. Yeah, I mean, there's like think, five in I there think there was five, which yeah. is a bit ridiculous when your team does go undefeated. That's ridiculous yeah. to me. Like, you've got Matt Eagles. You've got one defender in an undefeated Matt side. Matt Eagles, the man from the recruit. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was a funny show. Surely that there. whole side should just be the Brisbane Lions. Surely. Well, I mean, you've got Ben Keyes and Ryan Bassanak. They've had great seasons. But, great seasons. Uh, and then on the bench, you also have uh, Keaton Coleman and Corey Lyons. But one person who's had an insane season is the full forward of that team of the year, Matt Hamelman, who was the leading goal scorer, mm-hmm. uh, leading goal kicker. A lot of M's in that name. Matt Hamelman. Matt yes. Hamelman. That is a lot of M's. Um, he kicked 66 goals and averaged eight marks. So and averaged eight scoring Probably deserved it. Very yeah. much so yeah. deserved it. He's at, That's miles above anyone else. Um, someone else who's on the bench for that team is... Uh, this is surprising. He's on the bench. This is surprising. Jake Bartholomew, um, he's on the bench. He's on the bench. But he's the, the most valuable player. But he got the MVP. That doesn't really make sense. How? Make sense to me. Why is that? He got 73 MVP votes and averaged 27 disposals a game, which is fantastic for them as well. I don't know how he's not in the starting lineup. Yeah, let's yeah. try and figure that one out. That's a problem... That needs solving. Yeah, I don't really understand how that's worked. But on the other hand, someone who was playing half-back um, for that team was Angus Baker, who got the Neeful Rising Star. So okay. congrats to him. He averaged 30 disposals. From the Canberra Demons. From the Canberra Demons. He averaged 30 disposals. So good from him. Is it? What is it? No, I think it's pretty average from it, to be honest. Mm. If I just got I my, could do better. If I got my shot. You reckon? Yeah. <laughs> All five foot seven of me. I don't know. I'd take them on. I reckon you could ruck for them. Ah. Oh. Yeah, I think so. You reckon? I'd do a pretty good job too. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of rucking, that's a good segue into the world of rugby union. Oh. Yeah. Rucking, did you get it? I yeah, got the I, reference. I, I get it. Funny Ex- story. Explain it. I didn't really get well, it. Well, no, the first time I, so obviously born in Melbourne and grew up in Western Australia, the first time I played rugby when I moved to Brisbane, I was like, oh yeah, sweet. I'll, I went to a rugby try, training. I was like, oh mm. yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do some rucking. Went to go jump up as a ruckman. And they're like, no, uh, it's, it's down on the ground where you scrounge for the ball. I was like, what? <laughs> I literally thought I was getting ready, like Brody Grundy to go. I was like, is that true? Yeah. This is true. It's hilarious. This is 100% yeah. true. I was like, I had no idea. I was like, all right, I'm ready for it. And I was so thrown off by what a ruck was in rugby yeah. compared to what it was in AFL. But anyway, continue. Well, the rugby. Well, but a rugby. We touched on it before, and I don't really want to talk about it again, but I think we will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. TSS beat BBC 2320. Yeah. BBC saw, scored four tries to TSS's two, but they didn't kick in conversion. No, that, it, was, it cost them. I was, I, was, I was at the game. I was thinking, okay, it's a shame that we've missed all our kicks and this will probably end up costing us in the end. And, yep, they did. Well, I think to be a good rugby side, you do need to kick You need goals. a kicker, yeah. Um, yeah, fair play to TSS. They crawled their way back. BBC yeah. were up 15-3 at halftime. Oh, BBC were the better side for the majority of this yeah, game. But within 15 minutes of the second half, though, TSS were leading 17-15. Yeah. So, man, they are just dominant. Again, good win, good win. But Campbell, Grammar, lost 43-12 to Terrace. No longer the kings of the hill. Terrace have no. won their first game now. What, what does that do for your Destined season now? for the wooden spoon. Oh, um, you are now, because Churchy yeah. beat Churchy Ibby. also beat it. Uh, do we need to talk? Do we need to have another therapy session this no, week? No, you're right, mate. I'm all I'm all up of my therapy se- therapy sessions. You it's didn't pay me for last week. Oh, <laughs> cheeky, oi cheeky, oi, oi. oi, oi. <laughs> well, maybe if we get a sponsor, we'd be able to pay for it. Yeah, 
I would love to have a sponsor for a the sponsor podcast. Sponsor would be great. I don't know why you're exaggerating that word. What mm. word? Sponsor. Yeah, that's the one you keep saying it. <laughs> I don't know because I'd really like a sponsor a for this gag, podcast. Mate. You're better. All right. Than, yeah. Better. I'm just okay. talking to all potential sponsors right now. Okay. Yeah. Again, kind of funny after two. Now you've dragged it out. Too many bit, sponsor it's, jokes. It's we'll not, kill it. Okay. It's coming gonna, back. Oh, it's dead. It's coming gonna back. Have to it's stop. coming back a bit. <laughs> it's it's getting stop. some credibility. No, again. Ippy again came into the season as one of the teams to beat. Favorites. Uh, yeah. They went well, favorites, not favorites but one of the top three sides. Top four sides. Guess. Top four. Um, top three. Top four. Top four. Top four. Um, and they had a very disappointing loss to Churchy at home too. That is their season well and truly yep. in the dust. Yep. They needed to win every game and hope that TSS lost yeah. two. They've lost three in a row now. They have. Switch, they so have. It's not looking good for them. They have. And T-Bar got up over State High. In a, yeah, 26-10. 26-10. But special shout out as well to Fraser McWright. We interviewed him in episode one and he has just been named as the captain of Brisbane City. Yeah, good stuff, Fraser. Mm. Congratulations. I mean, again, is it our influence? Could be. I think so. Yeah. I, I think, think it so. is. Not so much Gussie, but... Um, uh, that's funny. Jack Pack. I mean, Dude, Jack hilarious. packed his way into uh, getting a nod for the captain's maybe, maybe that was just a bit of good luck, me saying Jack Pack. Yeah, Everything's going right for Fraser now. So maybe... Yeah, maybe yeah, we're, we were a good influence. Um, but NRC does start this Saturday. Got it. Um, does start this Saturday. Um, we've got Brisbane City taking on the defending champions, Fiji and Jura at Yoku Road. How, how do you pronounce it? What was it? Is it Fiji in Drura? Drura. Yeah, that's what I said. Drura. Yeah, that's what I said. I just... <coughs> sure you did, mate. That's what I said. Anyway, they're playing at Yoku Roads. They're playing at Jeeps on Saturday. And following that game is Western Force. Remember them? They're hosting Queensland Country. <laughs> Remember them? I, I saw that in a lineup, and I was like, wait, what? What, what is so a Western Force? <laughs> it's oh. just... Oh, they vague, should be, vague memories of the Honey Badger. They should be playing, yeah. they should be playing Super Rugby. Should they? Yeah, not the Rebels. Not in Western Australia. Why are you base, Why are you trying to base a rugby team in Melbourne and trying to work why your way you, into that market? It's not going to happen. It's the same yeah. thing for Western Australia. They've only got AFL though. Because no one bloody likes rugby there. Yeah, they do. They just no, they don't. The There's just a lot of South Africans. That's they it. Just, they like rugby, dude. Yeah, but they no. they were terrible. No one likes dude, rugby. Um, Western, Western Australia. Australia is a cricket and AFL one hundred place. So, yeah, but you, cricket's you, not on twelve months of the year. Well, AFL for the rest of the Yeah, it's AFL. It, but they've, got to, they've got to have more than two, two sports. One are you, are you deciding what the people season. of Western Australia would like? Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see a rugby league side in, right, in Western guys, Australia, but I'm going to go, I'm gonna go run for State Premier WA. <laughs> I reckon Bon Scott could run for it. Oh, I'd give it to him. I would give it yeah. to him too. He's, he's got my vote. Um, I think we need to put a picture of him up here in the bunker. Should we worship it? Yeah, I think so too. The holy day can be. We're not worthy. We're <laughs> not worthy. We are not worthy. Don't get me started talking about Wayne's World too, <laughs> mate. Love to. Alrighty, guys, wrapping it up. Cheers for this week. That was a great interview with Lucy Stevens. So thank you again, Lucy. Thank you very much, Lucy. Yeah, and that uh, was great. I'm gonna go be a politician. So cheers, guys. All right, he's off to be a politician. Hey, uh, if you're still listening, please follow us on Instagram at uh, underscore Beyond the Sidelines. You can also find us on Facebook at Beyond the Sidelines, and make sure you listen to our podcast either on YouTube, on Facebook. Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you get your podcasts, YouTube, things like that. Cheers for listening.